0: It's Christmas time.
1: (laughs) Shout out to Bette Midler.
0: We love Bette.
1: (laughs) This is Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures.
0: We are Brad and Brittany, the voices in your head.
1: So, for this bonus episode of Audio Shelf, we were actually given a free book from the author Geraldine Alley, and the book was titled A Merry Frost, a Christmas Holiday Novel. Ooh. The narrator was Jim Curtis. The publisher was Geraldine Alley.
0: Mm-hmm. Self published.
1: Yes. And the release date for this audiobook was November 8th, 2013. The duration was two hours, so it's a nice, quick holiday listen. Very, very quick. Very, very easy. You could listen to it on a drive home Mm -hmm. to wherever you're going for the holidays. Exactly. And the genre is holiday and fantasy. So do you want to explain a little bit more about the book? Definitely. The book is
0: called Mary Frost, and it's actually about Mary Claus, the daughter of Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. And Mary is not spelled like M-A-R-Y. It's spelled M-E-R-R-Y. So it's about- Very festive. Very festive. The book- Follows Mary and her hesitation to go back home because she feels as if Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus control her.
1: Yeah, which who wouldn't want to be controlled by Santa Claus? Exactly. I, I mean,
0: mean, go home. You're lucky. Get over it, girl. There are bigger things to worry about, Mary. Right. So, yeah, she decides that she doesn't ever want to go back to the North Pole because she feels so controlled and she feels like her parents ruin her life and get in the middle of it. So she th- is then tricked to go back home,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where Mrs. Claus and Santa Claus actually pull some tricks and get her to meet Jack Frost's son, John Frost. And then the story follows Mary and John's relationship, which happens rather quickly. Uh, yeah. A little too quickly for this two-hour book.
1: So the book was interesting. We're really, really grateful and thankful that we were given this book Mm -hmm. we enjoyed the different take on the holiday traditions i think we both agreed that the story was was there Mm -hmm. the interest and the way that she kind of made this north pole world a little different from everything else it was was rather, positive. Yeah, it was
0: rather original for a historic myth, a holiday myth.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. For something that's been done millions of times before, mm-hmm. this was pretty original. However, there were some problems with it. Uh the first problem I had was the fact that Mary was whiny.
0: So whiny.
1: I did not like her attitude at all.
0: I wanted to stab her with a cane.
1: Yeah, a candy cane. A candy cane. Yeah. Get that peppermint.
0: Rub some mistletoe in her eye. Yeah. Does that burn? I think the glitter from the mistletoe.
1: Is there always glitter on mistletoe? There has to be. Does it grow with glitter?
0: It has to be. I think glitter is a seed. Yeah. Kind of like a seed.
1: I wouldn't buy that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's very festive. It's a festive plant.
1: Yes. The glitter seed. (laughs) (laughs) I really want there to be glitter. I
0: know. And I want to rub it in someone's face.
1: Yeah. I wonder where glitter does come from. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think my main concern was that Mary was ungrateful, mm-hmm. which I guess made her coming back to the North Pole and meeting John a little bit more believable because he's kind of what kept her there for so long. But then at the same time, when we were first introduced to Mary, I wasn't a fan of hers I at wasn't. all. I wasn't.
0: I mean, let's just get this out of the way. Homegirl did not gain weight. And that was the, I guess, pleasure of being a Claus in this world. Yeah. You don't gain weight until you get married, which is unnecessary. Yes. I mean, like, I've been gaining weight since I was two.
1: I just didn't understand the point of that little topic and information into the the claws tradition was mm-hmm. that you don't gain weight until you get married. It, it didn't make any sense. So Mary orders a piece of pie. And that's fine.
0: Eat some pie. A girl
1: can eat pie all she wants.
0: Why does it have to be about weight, though?
1: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then suddenly goes into the story about how she doesn't gain weight. And it's just like, why are you? Who cares? Poor, poor Mary. I mean, honestly, just who cares? Mm -hmm. It was just filler. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the, the writing seemed... Seem to have a little too much information.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: Um, there was there was one point where everything sort of sounded clunky. Hmm. At times, uh, especially when Mary went to the hospital and saw John for the first time, mm. I have a quote.
0: Oh, a quote. Yes,
1: a quote from the book. Dang. This is how this is this is the quote. Mary about stumbled over her own feet when she saw the sight lying before her on the hospital bed. There on the bed, unconscious lay.
0: Did Mary become a Southern Elizabethan poet?
1: I'm not sure. But then also, she just wrote that there was something lying before us. And then she goes and she reiterates that there's a bed and this is what's laying in the bed. And it just- it's too much. It's too much information. It's too much filler. I think she could have said, "Mary stumbled over her own feet when she saw the man that was lying before her in the hospital bed."
0: Mm-hmm. Something sweet and simple,
1: yeah. Something to the point. You don't need all this extra word. Mm-hmm. And which
0: brings us to one of our points when it comes to this audiobook. Keep in mind, it's a two-hour audiobook. Mm-hmm. So when you're listening to this two-hour short novella. You expect to be filled with a lot of good information, like a lot of pertinent information. And you, when you're given filler, it's just it takes up from the story. Yeah. When you, when you ask me if I get the bigger picture of it, I had to say no because of what she does and how she writes. And she takes a long time to get to the point.
1: Yeah, exactly. Getting into the writing a little bit more. The writing is cliche, definitely has a lot of just holiday innuendo mm-hmm. but it's fine it for the story it worked I it's felt. fun
0: it's fun it ha- this story has a lot of potential to mm-hmm. be a christmas classic a fun christmas classic
1: i mean it's not christmas classic like miracle on 34th no, Street, no, or... no
0: no no this is like a retelling of a christmas classic and it's like yeah. a mixing of the worlds kind of thing
1: this is like probably 10 sequels into a christmas classic
0: exactly mm-hmm Another point to talk about with that, the whole cliche, the title of the book is a
1: huge spoiler. Yeah. It basically gives away the ending. I mean, dang. So if you read the description of the book, you pretty much figure out how it's going to end.
0: Yeah. There's two people. There's Mary Claus and And John John Frost. Frost. The book is called A Mary Frost.
1: Spoiler alert. Yeah.
0: What is that going to tell you?
1: Tells me everything. Exactly. It gave me all the information right there. Mm-hmm. I didn't really need to read it.
0: Exactly. And we're not going to even give you the ending because we're going to let you figure it out. Yeah. It ain't hard. No. But when it comes to cliche, I feel this is definitely one of those... Types of writings.
1: Yes. And we haven't even gotten into the audiobook yet. Oh my goodness, so you haven't. Let's, uh, let's take a little trip down that lane. That snowy lane. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that works. I don't know.
0: You just slayed that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, so let's talk about that performance.
1: You're way better at that stuff than me. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah.
0: You gave me the idea.
1: The performance was... Um.
0: Lackluster.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we said, it's performed by Jim Curtis. Mm-hmm. The big thing here is that we don't agree that this book should have been read by a male.
1: Correct. So it's presented in a way where it's not through the eyes of Mary, per se. It's in third person. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of just telling Mary's journey. It's not in Mary's head at all. We're not saying that it had to be a female but
0: the voice the did not voice, go along with no, the, voice the story. Was
1: very deep. Mm-hmm. He had a good voice, I thought, yeah. for other things, mm-hmm. for and, like
0: a biography.
1: Yeah, and he had enthusiasm.
0: <laughs> yes, but he just, did. He
1: wasn't what I pictured when I downloaded the book mm-hmm. and got the book on my phone and was listening to it.
0: He also had a really creepy voice for Mrs. Claus. Yeah, it sounded like a witch.
1: Oh, <laughs> my!
0: God. You know, your father only means well, dear. Try not to be too hard on him, Missus Claus always did have a way with words.
1: She definitely was a creepy old lady. Yes, she was the old lady that probably like spies on her neighbors mm-hmm. and reports well, back to while her she husband. eats pie. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Lots and, and gains lots of weight pie. because she got married.
1: Yeah, rude.
0: Mm. But yeah, the, I did not like the voice for the Missus Claus.
1: No, I didn't like his voice for this type of material. Like I said, he had a really great quality to his voice and it made me enjoy listening to him, but I just don't think it fit. Mhm. Mm-hmm. He also seemed as if he was demoing or doing a preview for a movie?
0: Oh my god, yes.
1: Like he had a movie previewer voice. <laughs> yes. It was like coming soon <laughs> to Christmas Lane. <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> Get your
1: jingle bells
0: rocking. <laughs> this
1: christmas classic (laughs) yeah it just it just seemed a little too on the edge of his seat while he was recording this book Mm -hmm. so this isn't a knock at the at the narrator but the production value of this book Mm -hmm. was completely off at one point we heard in chapter two Jim starts reading in Mrs. Claus's voice. Oh yes. Soon realizes that he's supposed to be reading in Mary's voice, goes back and corrects it, production it and cut that mess up out in the
0: Didn't beginning. even think to say, Hey, let's edit this. Yes. You have to admit you have to admit, mother, he can drive a person a little nutty at times. I mean, that's going to confuse the listener.
1: Yes. It confused me. I went back and I listened to it four times Mm because I couldn't believe it actually happened.
0: Exactly. So they need to get better editing in there. Yes. And let's talk about those long, awkward pauses.
1: Between chapters? Yes. Is that what you mean?
0: I was like waiting for a bird to poop on my face in Ocean City. Just sitting there waiting. Why? Sorry.
1: Why is that?
0: I mean, <laughs> why?
1: Why would you wait for a bird to poop on your face? <laughs> it was just so slow. What? You I'm never? Done. You never waited? Oh my god! I'm about to cry. No, I never waited for a bird to take a dump on my face. <laughs> if it was a Christmas dove, a turtle dove.
0: Yes, that's it. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. okay well what i thought it was <laughs> waiting for <laughs> um, i i honestly thought that i had been like really naughty that year and this was my piece of coal was ooh. waiting for those transitions mm-hmm. to be over with
0: yes and that coal was still on fire
1: yep it was it was it was orange they put it in my stocking caught the house on fire ah. <laughs> dang you
0: and, and we're waiting for the firemen to come <laughs> That's how long these pauses were.
1: Yes. We had Christmas, and then we had Christmas again, and the pause still wasn't over. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. After
0: every chapter, I felt like I was waiting, and I thought the audiobook stopped. Yeah. And so I had to go back, and I had to say, oh my god, it's still going. I don't need to press play again. Yeah. And there were times where I was pressing play and pause, and I was like, wait, what's happening here? (laughs) Back and forth, play and pause, play play and pause.
1: After like chapter two or something, there was Mm -hmm. a loss to the quality of the production. So there was kind of this light buzz almost mm-hmm. to the recording yeah and so when they would do the pauses they would cut off completely and it was just nothing just complete silence
0: get editing in there you
1: can't be that hard to just move up a little bit no i mean we do it every week exactly. sean does it every week i mean
0: exactly our executive producer hire him shout
1: out to our editor <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's talk about the narrator's interest in the story
1: I felt like he had a strong interest. Mm-hmm. I think he
0: wanted to see what happens with Mary.
1: Yeah. He was definitely in it to win it. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to marry Jack Frost.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, John Frost. <laughs> he may, Maybe he wanted to marry Jack as well. Mm-hmm. Could have been a little love train.
0: I had a feeling that he was angry at Santa Claus for keeping yeah. secrets. Oh, yeah. He made me feel like Santa was the villain.
1: Yeah. But then, honestly, at a certain point, I was like, what did Santa Claus ever do to you people?
0: Yeah. I mean, he was just trying to... Spread joy. Yeah. And eat some cookies.
1: Yeah. God. But drink milk. <laughs> and you guys wanted to take it all from him.
0: Just No wonder
1: Santa Claus hates everybody now.
0: <laughs> That's how I felt. Yes. And I, I definitely feel like Jim Curtis did not like Santa. Mm-hmm.
1: He definitely had a vendetta against Santa And Claus.
0: I'm like, are you Krampus?
1: I mean, I don't think... <laughs> He definitely was Krampus. Jim Krampus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Santa Claus didn't give him the Tonka truck he wanted when he was five, and mm-hmm. so now he just holds everything against him.
0: Bitter. Yes. Bitter. Very. Bitter.
1: I think my main problem with this book was not in Jim. Mm-hmm. I think that he did he did well for what he had to work with, and it was not really with the writing; it's mostly with the production. Mm-hmm. But then wait it was with the writing
0: Mm -hmm. it was a self-published novella
1: yeah which Which it showed a little bit it showed a little bit bit of that self-publishing because at one point mary completely whiny baby i'm gonna go home i have work to get back to i have a job my cat needs to go back home Mm. my poor cat the next chapter She's all about John and mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I can't stand to be away from him. And or, she's snuggling uh.
0: with her damn cat.
1: Yes, and like the cat came up there with her. And yeah, I think Santa I missed Claus, that. Or
0: Mrs. Claus got one of the little elves, Benjamin. They went to go pick up the cat, and they brought the cat to them. Like, Mary got everything she asked for,
1: and she still complains. Spoiled brat. Yes.
0: Maybe that was the author's point was to make us not like Mary.
1: Yeah, maybe that was the reason why nobody ever created Santa's children because they Uh, are literally terrible people. People.
0: They don't deserve presents. No,
1: not at all. Also, I think the author really liked the word skivvies.
0: Skivvies? Is that a disease? (laughs) I
1: don't know. She said it twice in six minutes. Oh my gosh. I I remember that.
0: I remember that.
1: And I was was like, like... one skivvies is too many skivvies.
0: (laughs) It's an outbreak of skivvies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> too many skivvies, too, too little time. <laughs> but apparently skibbies are underwear.
0: Oh, uh, I mean...
1: We didn't need to be told that John was running around in his skivvies.
0: And we were... I mean, he... Was John even attractive? I, I feel like I got no de- description I, I, of John. Yeah. He we was a little his, snowball.
1: We had his whole, like, adoption folder oh. laying on our our table.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: it just had no real information. We...
0: Don't know what he looks like.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm imagining Jack Frost, the actual character of Jack Frost from Michael Keaton. Well, yes,
0: <laughs> which made me cry. Oh,
1: yeah, that was Jack, Jack
0: Frost. Frost.
1: But then also, wasn't there one in Rudolph? He yes. had the blue hair, yes. and it was like pointy and mm-hmm. jagged, and he had yep. like icicles hanging out of oh, his that nostrils. I was him for Halloween one
0: year. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, that was Jack Frost, and he was an evil villain, and which they did touch on in this novel. Yeah. They had they touched on conflict with Santa Claus and yeah. Jack Frost. But yeah. there was like they were like frenemies.
1: Yeah. They definitely so, had a bromance at the end though.
0: They definitely did.
1: I have one more note. It's a quote. She embraced him and found his lips. And then I said, How does that work? You're in the middle of a hug and you touch his lips with your hand, like, surprise there's lips here.
0: <laughs> what is his lips got lost?
1: <laughs> I don't know. How do you hug somebody? And, like, are you feeling around or do you, like, come back from... like? So, like, sometimes she over-detailed everything and then other times she didn't put enough detail in. She didn't put detail that they pulled back from their embrace and then Mm -hmm. stared longingly into each other's eyes and then found each other's lips. None of that.
0: Yes, that would have been perfect. Yeah. Found his lost
1: lips. I mean, this was like a Mad Lips.
0: I mean, I felt like next it was, she took out a compass and the compass pointed at his lost lips (laughs) and found them in a hugging embrace.
1: Like, What? What She found them on the back of his head Because he had Turned into an inside out man I And mean, he melted His he was were on the ground He was a snowman oh <laughs> Turns out she was in love with Frosty the snowman The whole time John would have just like unzipped his face And been like a snowball like, <laughs> I'm Frosty the snowman <laughs> oh. oh god
0: so do you feel like the two hours was long enough? I feel like it could have been longer. I wanted more. And that's a, that's another thing is we might sound like we are hating on this Christmas novella, but I wanted it to be longer. I wanted
1: it to be better. And I feel like maybe more time would have lent itself.
0: And I think that's the the two hour limit. I don't know if she had a limit to this or it was just so quick. Like mm-hmm. everything happened. So quick, and I don't know if it would have been as quick if you were reading it you know Maybe page not. to page, yeah, so just one idea an example is Mary and John fall in love in like two seconds.
1: yes, so, I just felt yeah, like listening to the awkward. audiobook, it just felt everything was so rushed, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was written mm-hmm. to be that rushed or if it was just the narration coupled with the writing that was a little lackluster mm-hmm. so I, I'm not sure,
0: yeah. So, I mean, I feel that I wanted it to be longer than two hours.
1: Mm-hmm. I think maybe four hours.
0: Yeah. Four hours would have been a great it? one. Yeah. Spent a little more time on the relationship. I mean, they took one reindeer ride.
1: Yeah. You fall in love with someone after one reindeer ride? Girl. 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 Get, get it together. Get your life in check.
0: I mean, you are on a beast. Yeah. How are you falling in love? I'm scared for my life. On it, a beast. Yeah.
1: It was Have you ever rode a beast? Mm-mm, mm-mm. I mean
0: it's dangerous.
1: Definitely ain't falling in love after riding a beast. But one reindeer ride apparently equals Hearts Hearts emojis. It
0: also it actually equals Magic Carpet Ride. With oh that's Aladdin true. And jasmine. This
1: was a very Disney movie. One, like Exactly. One little carpet ride,
0: you gonna fall in love?
1: Girl, you're gonna end up with skivvies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, thread by thread. But seriously. I just, I didn't believe it, and it was so quick, and if they just spent a little more time on the relationship between John and Mary, I would have been happy.
1: Yeah, me too. Do you think in the end that you would shelf this or shove it?
0: I think I would actually shelf this book.
1: You would?
0: I would, because there aren't many Christmas novels that aren't written by a romance novelist. And I feel this could have been mm-hmm. spawned into something bigger, maybe young adult or another genre of Christmas books. Yeah. Because I'm tired of seeing Debbie McComer, Christmas love, love of Christmas.
1: But this was basically a love story.
0: Christmas bench, Christmas tree, love. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just tired of those romance
1: Christmas books. All the ones that have like Fabio on the cover? Yes.
0: Listeners, let me tell you this. It took us forever to pick Christmas books this year.
1: We wanted to do the whole month of December as Christmas books. Yeah. Like holiday, cheer, everything like that. We got nothing. Nothing. Until this book was sent to us.
0: It took us a while to figure out which books we wanted to release. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't want the cliche we romance. W- we
1: walked through Target for like a good hour and a half <laughs> looking for Christmas books.
0: Yes. So if you guys have any Christmas holiday classics yes. or Christmas books that you have listened to that aren't super cliche, let us know. We yeah. would love to get a list going for next year.
1: Yeah. Or Christmas in July.
0: Oh, Christmas in July. Mm-hmm. That's fancy.
1: Well, we have plenty for February, so mm-hmm. well, I think that I would shove this book. okay. I don't think I could handle it being mm-hmm. being near my other stuff. <laughs> 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 I mean, I I liked it, but I think it was a one time listen. It was an okay experience. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it was two hours, mm-hmm. but I really wish that more time would have been spent in the editing process.
0: Mm-hmm. I gave the overall experience a three out of five on Goodreads. Okay. So it's not horrible. Like, I didn't hate it. It's I didn't absolutely hate it. I didn't finish this book and say, what did I waste my time
1: Yeah. I didn't, I didn't say that either. Yeah. But I definitely wasn't like, wow, I that was fantastic. I need to know blown. more.
0: Yeah. Mind blown.
1: I just was like, okay, that was over. Next.
0: So, yeah. So, thank you for listening to our review on a Merry Frost, a Christmas holiday novel.
1: And thank you for tuning into this bonus episode.
0: Was it bonus enough for you? I Was got, it?
1: I got nothing. Was it?
0: <laughs> if you could go on over to Facebook and give us a like, that would be great.
1: You can see all of our updates. Mm hmm. Via Facebook and also Twitter if you follow us at AudioshelfMe.
0: Very simple. And if you would like to get two free audiobooks.
1: Christmas presents. Christmas presents. Yes. Oh, my God. Last Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Going over to our website, click on that Audible free trial and get two free Christmas books
1: if you want. It's completely free. You can cancel it any time. Check out our website, audioshelf.me.
0: Well have a merry, merry, merry Christmas. Frosty
1: Christmas. <laughs>
0: Frosty <laughs> Christmas.
1: Have a merry frost miss.
0: <laughs> have a Merry Frost miss. That's gonna be the sequel.
1: Thanks for listening. Bur- Bye. Bye
0: Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> this has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday.
1: If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me.
0: We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. It's festive. Fester. Fester.
1: Fester. Uncle Fester. <laughs> <laughs> one plus one equals what? Two. Yeah.
0: I would have to pick there. <laughs>
1: a little bit we've been out of school for a while
0: exactly um
1: we need to give a sample
0: sample, sample. insert sample
1: sample oh my pretty little dog too
0: <laughs> like that's not even that might be jim right there
1: and but yes. the bird still hadn't pooped <laughs> on brad's face
0: this is so stupid. So